Hi everyone, Pastor Tim here at Calvary Church here in Pueblo, Colorado. And this is the message recap, rewind, and bonus features from the message we had this past weekend on um, September 26th, 2021. And this is in a series of church words where we are looking at phrases and jargon that we commonly use in the church culture, but may not be very familiar, especially if you're exploring Christianity or if you're new to Christianity, or maybe you've been with Christianity for a long, long time, and you just simply hear these words all the time, but you're not really sure about what they mean. And we looked at a word last week called atonement. And that word has lots of connections throughout scripture. It has a connection with sacrifice. It has a connection with the cross. It has a, a connection with redemption and redeemer and ransom. There's lots of connections that that word atonement has with the church and with scripture and very applicable, has a lot to do with how we live in relationship with God. And we looked at lots of scriptures last week. We looked at some passages in Isaiah 53 and John, uh, excuse me, Romans chapter 5 that all talked about the sacrifice of Christ, why he went to the cross, why he had to die, why he lived a sinless life for us, why we couldn't pay the ransom. And we looked at what the ransom was and what this difference is between us and God sin and all of its baggage that comes with it, including its punishment, its guilt, its shame, and that Christ willingly took that upon himself, that he bore our sins and griefs and made us right with God. And that's what the atonement is. It is making us right with God at one with God, that process. And it was beautiful to see Jesus elevated as our redeemer. And it was beautiful to see that he paid the ransom willingly. And it's beautiful to see that God redeemed you and I from all of that filth and made us right in his own eyes. Now, one of the verses that we were not able to look at, um, so kind of bonus features, was out of 1 John chapter 2, verse 2. And that verse says about Jesus here. Jesus is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the whole world. Now that word propitiation, uh, first of all, I'm never going to be able to spell it. I have, I have to spell it by looking at it. Uh, but it's a very technical word in the Greek. It occurs only this one time in 1 John 2.2. 2, and it conveys the idea of all the wrath, all the punishment is also taken by the cross. You see, we had pretty much two major problems that divided us in our relationship with God, and that's sin and punishment due to that sin. So we had the sin that had to be dealt with, then we had all the guilt and shame and punishment attached to that sin that had to be dealt with. And John is telling us that his sacrifice, his atonement, his work on the cross accomplished it all. There is nothing left to be done. The punishment is taken care of, the sentence, as well as all the guilt and shame and frustration of that penalty is dealt with. And John says it's dealt with for your sins and for the sins of everybody. Everyone can come to Jesus and be fresh and made whole. Everyone. And that is a beautiful story of what the gospel is all about, is that everybody has an opportunity to be faced with this truth 
and to respond, either accepting the sacrifice of Christ or denying it and rejecting it. That's everybody's choice. And so it is beautiful to see that word atonement, not just as some theological word that needs to be defined, but as a word that really brings life. It brings life to me, it brings life to you, it can bring life to the world around you. So, if you've not yet watched the entire service and sang the songs along with us, please check out our website and YouTube channel and watch that entire service. And maybe this little tidbit of recap, rewind, and bonus features inspired you to look at atonement even further through the message. So, until next week, take care. Bye.